Why are we muted? All right, sorry. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal. Episode, well, damn, we got too many episodes, but. DC <laughs> Fandom Edition, baby. Featuring the one and only Virgil Boysaw. What's going on? What's going on? He's back, yo. He's back. Back for the fandomness, man. Great bro, stuff. Eight hours and 13 minutes, bro. We did it. We did it. It was, it was a long day. <laughs> A long day. That's an understatement. Yeah, I like. I remember waking up early and being so excited. Like, all right, let's go, baby. <laughs> in the bathroom, so I wouldn't have to get up. Getting like my myself situated nicely on the couch. Like, exactly. I'm ready. Man, when that when and then when one o'clock came around, no one knew where the actual link was. I was I was scanning Twitter, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> trying to find the link. I'm lucky I found someone's tweet that had the link up there. <laughs> I thought it was just like you go to your schedule and it's like, okay, this is ready to go. Click on it. And it just takes you from there. But then it's just like. Nah, it was always like a telethon. Yeah. And then (laughs) Jerry Lewis type shit. It was almost like, (laughs) what what was the point of making a schedule? Exactly. It showed everything. (laughs) Like, there was really no point in making a schedule. Hell no. Unless you was like, okay, so I can take my bathroom break during the suicide squad. What, what, What were some of your favorite panels? Well, first off, how did your morning start? How did you get set for these fandom? Myself, I, I like I was just like Kylie. I woke up all giddy like it was Christmas morning. Like I was about to come downstairs and unwrap some some presents. I had made myself a good breakfast. I had got myself a good lunch. I had my Mountain Dew. I had my <laughs> snacks ready. I actually now I even started that morning. I read up on some comics, man. I caught up on Joker Joker War. Yes. I caught up on, I read the Nightwings parts. I read the Detective Comics parts. I'm still a couple of issues behind, but I, I did some serious reading before, man. And I got myself in DC mode, man. I was ready to take it all in. I wanted to, to be, usually Saturday is my anime morning. I said, okay, I'm putting that on hold. That's me, my D, I'm gonna make a DC comics. So I got myself ready. That's how I got myself ready. Bro, I woke up, I took a shower. No, no, no. I woke up and I started cleaning. Because normally, Khalid will tell you, when it's Comic-Con day, I walk through the crib and I'm like, it's Comic-Con day, niggas! Just walk around <laughs> the crib and just smile on my face. So, as you know, our dad was coming over, so I fixed up in the living room a little bit, took a shower, threw on the shirt, and we made tacos. And we had honey, garlic, parmesan wings, bro. Yeah. Bro, it was, it was a thing of fat week. <laughs> but it was fat day. Fat day, man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good to see pops there, man. Yo, join that together with the, with your pops, man. And how did he like it? Did he enjoy it? Yeah, but I think after a certain point, he checked out. He's like, "Oh shit, this is too kind much for me." Kind of like all of it us. Was. Like after a certain point, we were all yeah, kind of, you know, our heads yeah. were kind of heavy. And like, I, I remember making a joke like when it was all done. I was like, "Man, I'm gonna go watch something Marvel." <laughs> 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 a little overload there. Yeah, because it was. <laughs> Fuck, this is like a full work day. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. We we spent the whole time there. There was definitely that lull period when they were showing that weird uh Wonder Woman where eight werewolf eighty four thing. That was just yeah. kind of random. We'll, we'll, and, we'll get to that one, but let's let's talk about some of your favorite panels. Like, oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what did yeah. you like about it and what did you dislike? Oh man, where to start, man? Um so you know I'm a big gamer head, so I was really anxious to see what Rocksteady was going to come out with. So um, I was really happy to see the new Suicide Squad game. But I mean, to get the Gotham Knights game too, oh. uh, it was like double the fun of video games as the gamer geek. Because uh, Suicide Squad is not coming out until 2022. Yeah. I think Gotham Knights is next year. And that looks uh, just as cool as Suicide Squad. So I'm a big gamer head. So I really love the games and seeing how it's going to be co-op mode with Suicide Squad. And Gotham Knights, I don't think we've ever had a game where you can play as um, Robin and Night, uh, Night, Nightwing, uh, Red Hood, and, and uh, Batgirl, and you get the switch between them. So that's going to be a cool aspect uh, into that story with Batman being dead and, you know, figuring out what's going on there. 
So, man, just the games. Oh, it doesn't take place in the Arkhamverse. It's a totally different universe. Right. So the, comp- the company that did that one did. So Batman, the Arkham Knight series, you had an Arkham um, City, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. That was Rocksteady Games. But then there was another company that did the Arkham Origins. That was a separate that was company. A good game. I actually enjoyed that one. That wasn't a good one. It was. A good, it wasn't as good as the, as the, the trilogy, but it was still a good a good installment. So they're the ones that are doing this um, this this other one, the Gotham Knights game. Okay. So that's gonna be. I think it's gonna be in that in that genre. So mm-hmm. that's gonna follow that. Uh, then you got Rocksteady doing the Suicide Squad, uh, kills the Justice League. So man, the games. Man, I think I watched those trailers about three or four more times after they aired. So I'm really excited for those games. That's how I was on the Batman, but we don't talk about that in a second. Yeah, give us give us some more. What, what else were you digging? Man, um definitely the the uh, we waited for that Batman trailer. Uh I was really, really, really hyped for that. So I mean I think out of all the trailers they showed, that was probably the trailer of the night. Seeing uh finally seeing Robert Pattinson what he was going what he's gonna be like as uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman and uh, seeing my girl, oh, Zoe Kravitz, man. Seeing her, even though it was just a little bit, just a little bit of her, man. Uh, getting a taste of where she's gonna be as Selena, um, man. And then my man Gordon Jeffrey Wright. I that movie has a different tone, and I love just hearing. It was like a whole 25, 30 minutes of hearing. Um, uh, what's the guy, Matt Reeves, just talk? But he was. You could see how excited he was. He was and, very and passionate do, about it, yeah. He was, and being a different aspect. He was really uh, being very um, um, stressing on how this is a different take. Year two. We haven't seen year two Batman in the film before, this young. And to get uh, how the villains are still becoming the, into their own as well. Um, I think people are in for something special. Because people were like, Robert Pattinson, not on Twilight? No. When you see Exactly. He he's he's gonna be. Uh, I think he's gonna do it well. Um, but yeah, I think out of all the trailers, Batman. Of course, the other ones were great too. I enjoyed Suicide Squad, and I think Wonder Woman's ready. That movie's probably been ready for a while, so um, that's been looking good for a while. But um, yeah, yeah, those are my main ones. Okay. What what are some things you're getting like? Like what what could be better? What could be man? Better? You know, it's it's they showed off a lot. And then there, were, I can't get mad at things they didn't show because a lot of the things are still working on. Like, aware um, of the Flash movie, the show, I feel like it's been so long since they announced it. I feel like we could have gotten a little more, but I know they've had problems. But I'm talking pre-COVID. Like, I wanted to see more from there. Um, it's been a while since Aquaman, kind of concept art, some type of sneak peek or something. So it just shows you how much longer they have. And like Black Adam, you know. We got some good stuff on The Rock, but really much to hold me over. Like, it wasn't enough. Like, if I saw that Comic-Con, I wouldn't have been in a fight. Mm. I'm thinking, like, like I'm going to see some type of repeat to get um, as far as, um, but um, the, those are the big ones. But overall, it was more good than it was stuff I didn't like, but... You know, you want to see more. I wanted, I wanted to see some more announcements from the HBO shows to the the Max. I do Patrol. We didn't get an announcement on Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, um, Titans. You know, that's moving to H season three. You know, there's still some things, but they did announce Titans is going to have um, Red Hood and yeah. and and um, Barbara Gordon. So so that's going to be good. So and Scarecrow. Yeah, that's right. So, um, but all in all, man, it was still a great show. Still enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel it. I like, I, I really liked it. I enjoyed the Wonder Woman panel. Um, I'm not like a huge video game person, but I love the video game panels. Uh, most of the TV ones are pretty good. Um, I, I like the Titans one. I, I just wanted more from it. That it seemed a little stale. It kind of just seemed like they just like mm-hmm. showed up, you know. Uh, the Flash one, I did, I didn't really right. like. I'm not gonna lie. Like it did, I feel like they didn't really say what next season was gonna bring. I feel like whereas with Titan, we got more of um, information on okay, this this character, this character, the Flash. They just sort of just it, it just felt like a recap panel, you know. It's just like whoa, this happened and this happened, and then right. maybe you'll see next season that this might happen and may change Barry. I was like, yeah, I didn't really like the teases. Um, I what, what did I like? I like the Suicide Squad. I think 
it was interesting how it's going to be vastly different from the first movie. You know, all, all the while using yes. the same sort of cast of characters for the most part and stuff like that. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. I, I get vibes that uh, Suicide Squad is going to be an R-rated movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the vibes I'm getting. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, J- James Gunn, James Gunn is really going for that. He's excited for that. No, for sure. And of course, of course, like everyone else, I love the Batman. The Batman was great. I'm really, really excited for that movie. I didn't think we'd get a full trailer, but maybe we'd get like some some pictures, some pictures maybe like a 30 second teaser. It's maybe something similar to Suicide Squad, which is like yeah. a scene. But the fact that they had a full trailer and they they said they only shot 25 percent of the movie. Which that's is, is, yeah. That's the is is crazy to me. So the fact that they had that much and it looks so good. Yeah, it does. It does. Oh, and of course, uh, the Snyder cut. Um, I would have liked. I would have liked. I liked seeing the footage that we got, but I would have liked to have seen a sort of. I think kind of established the storyline a bit more. It just felt more like a montage kind of music video, right? Which is which is cool. I guess we'll get a uh, better. Yeah, track. I'm still hyped for it. Just closer. Yeah, and I'm still gonna see it and all that. But I just, I guess I just wanted more. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh, forgetting about the Flash. Flash was okay. And I felt like I felt like Flash was like a, like like an intermission panel. You know what I mean? It was just like, well, here's the <laughs> yeah, something to put in there. Fifteen minutes where we're gonna play do this trivia game. So if you wanna go get a bag of chips or or use the bathroom, right <laughs> back. You know. So I kind of wanted more from that. Especially because that's one of the movies I'm really excited about. Um, but it was cool to see the concept art and know that they're going to take the suit in a different route. And I liked how Andy Muschietti, the director, talked about the suit and how like light runs yes. through it. It's more streamlined and smooth. I'm like, I like that. Because I wasn't the biggest fan of the armored suit. I feel like a suit like that doesn't really fit the Flash. Right, right. It's too kind of heavy for you, know? You know, you could do like little panel yeah. or something, but... The flash needs to be sleek to me. Um, mm-hmm. Some things- going on the flash real quick. <laughs> you, yeah. were, I, I, I don't know. I was telling Lloyd that the, the Grant Gustin uh, shaggy look. I, I was really digging that. I, I think he should find a yeah, way to, I was to incorporate it. the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, I know he his, always goes shaggy during the off season. Yeah, but it'd be cool to have like, a I know. Harry that kind of has a bit of hair. Like, yeah. Good. Like, okay. Yeah, no, I was I was digging that. <laughs> and I, just to back it up, I did like Black Adam as well. I like that we're going to get the JSA. I wish, like, we would have gotten more members instead of just uh, the three. That oh, we yeah. Do. That's right. But I'm, I'm excited for Black Adam. Like, I can't believe we're going to get Hawkman and Dr. Fate in a movie. That seems crazy. That's, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, smiling in heaven. Yeah. And, like, I, I mean, I think some things I didn't like was that for, I mean, uh, first off, like starting off, like it was hard to find the link. You know what I mean? What was the point of making a mm-hmm. schedule? Like the link wasn't provided on the schedule the day of. It wasn't like click here to go here, which is like how the hell do we how do we get to this thing? You know what I mean? So I think maybe for the, <laughs> yeah, for the next time, uh, just have have the link readily available so everyone can get to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else didn't I like? I wanted more Superman love, man. I'm dying. To hear an announcement about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman. Agreed. You know, you're just hoping, wishing, and praying yep. that happened. But I feel like they kind of teased it because there was like, I don't know if you know, did you see the Shazam panel? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was like, oh, I can't answer this question. We can't talk about this. Right. Superman, mental Shazam. You know what I mean? I felt like maybe <laughs> that was like a tease. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, it could be, could be. Because like they didn't have to do that. They didn't mm-hmm. have to say that, you know what I mean? Because all of these were pre-recorded, you know what I mean? So it could have been like, all right, pick another question or we'll just add this, you know what I mean? So fingers crossed. Um, I mean, you got Sinbad for that too. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what, that how he's going to be. That was a cool surprise. I was like, that was. When I saw I him, I was like, I wonder who the hell is he going to play? Yeah, who's he going to play? Dad was talking about he's going to play the tiger. He should yeah. play the tiger. I could see that. Oh, Yeah, he'll probably voice the tiger. You know, add a little, add a little more comedy to the movie for sure. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um. What else? What I didn't like. Um. Some of the things I felt like. Um, that they didn't really have to do certain panels. It could have been just like, like you know, they could have had a sign that said like a fifteen minute countdown 
was like, this panel will start in 10 minutes. Like, I didn't need to see the cast of Wonder Woman playing werewolf. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Oh, bro, that's part of my <laughs> life. Hold on, let me get felt, there. It love. felt like the longest panel. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. It did. It was very long. And I was, I was just like, I don't need to see this. Like, no disrespect to the Wonder Woman cast, but I'm sure it's fun if you're playing the game. Yeah. You're sitting there watching, and you're like, what? what's happening? Yeah, as a viewer, yeah. a villain or a hero. So I got. I don't know what's here. happening, but um, <laughs> but um, just to finish up what I didn't like. I mean, it's, it's not very much, but day two. I would have liked day two to be closer. Uh, I've said this yeah. before. Instead of waiting, like, was it two, three weeks? Maybe yeah. day yeah. when the following weekend. And um, I think they just need to be better updating the schedule because I have a schedule for day two, but it says everything on day two starts at one p.m. So I'm like, yeah, they, it's kind of weird. Are they going to put times, or am I just going to have to have several different screens? Little screens up. <laughs> shit out. But um, it's uh, all in all, it's very minuscule. And I think um, DC did a very good job of showing up San Diego Comic Con because San Diego Comic Con virtually was trash. And I think oh, all yeah. these other studios are going to be taking note. I think uh, Marvel and Disney and all these other studios will definitely take note and see how DC did it. Okay, okay. Like we yep. can do our own virtual. Uh, Comic Con in case can't get you in case we're still in this pandemic. <laughs> Hopefully things will be better. Where like maybe DC could actually do this in person, which I would buy tickets for, which would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, all in all, it's very good, very inclusive. Like I had a very global feel. You know, you had people from it around did. the world asking questions, and I just let you know that DC fandom is more than just in the United States. It's it's literally around the world. Yep, everyone loves Batman. Everyone loves Wonder Woman as much as. You know the person next door. You know what I mean. It, it just so yep. yeah. I, it was a very good event, but um, I'm done talking. I don't wanna. I'll let you some talk. Definitely agree. I got you. Um, I agree with everything that you both were saying. So <clears throat> I'm gonna break down my drinks from likes to interesting to what the fuck, aka okay. dislikes. So my likes. Um, one of the things that I like, and you you talked about this verse, is just having pops there. And just having all of us there and seeing how excited he was about certain things. Um, what I really liked is how they planned everything out. You know, how they had the digital snow globe that was supposed to be the dome. I liked how they had Jim Lee pretty much the artist for everything. You know, he's pretty much the main man. You know, he's Lobo at that motherfucker. Like, Word. he can't, he can't mm-hmm. really do anything wrong. In, um, his Batman, him drawing Batman is probably one of the most requested things that you could ask him to draw. You know, um, he did the he drew the whole fandom thing. He drew the the holographic images that you saw. I just I really I really appreciated the the care that DC put that Warner Brothers and DC and AT and T put into making sure that this went off right. Like Khalid and yourself said. You know, Comic Con International or Comic Con at Home was not good at all. Not right. Right. I think Khalid and I tuned into a panel. What panel did we try to watch? I and we just remember. ended up going to Justice Con where they talked about the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did, I do like that we got to hear how you have different hosts around the world. I think hearing the different accents and seeing how their culture, you know, digs DC comic books and how we have. Or they have such a, a big influence over there, you know, around the world. I like that they had videos of fans asking questions and it wasn't all just straight Twitter feeds. Yeah. You know, it really made it personable and it made it seem that there was a big fandom community. It wasn't just like you said, the United States is all over the world and you were able to talk. Like one that's one thing that I, I can say about the DC Universe app is that you can talk to different um, people who had the app whenever they talked the discussion boards and it was like damn I was one big discussion board right there if you was on Twitter and you're tagging putting in DC fandom you can talk to different people and talk oh man did you see this and what did you look forward to mm-hmm. it was really good um, what else oh man the Batman trailer I was oh, yeah. I'll be the first person to say, say I'm sorry <laughs> Robert Pattinson you know, apologize to that man. <laughs> you know, apologize, apologize. Um, <laughs> he he has like this this energy for the role 
and I was watching this cat. Um, you know, I talk about him all the time, John Campia. And him and Robert Meyer Brunette were talking about how when you look when you look at this one scene where Pattinson takes off the mask and he's looking in the mirror and you see him with the, the makeup yeah. on his eyes. Yeah. And you just see like this look like just lost. I love that they finally acknowledge the fact that he wears eye makeup. You know what I mean? That's what they in, the movies, in the movies you see he wears eye makeup, but he takes off the mask. His face you is like it. fucking clearly see like that. <laughs> like, All right, cool. It just adds more to the to the aesthetic and the fact that this is a definitely a more real world approach. It's grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I'll met listen, those the two video games. I think the biggest one that I'm looking forward to is that that uh Arkham Knight mm-hmm. game or Gotham Knights. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing as Dick Grayson, my favorite Robin. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the hell is going on and why Batman died and why they had that that whole video uh, message to everyone. Uh, and I told you, I just finished the after watching that trailer. I read through the rest of Arkham Knight, the novel, and the way it ends is crazy. So, and I'm I'm just ready for whatever they got coming on next. Justice League versus. Uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. I'm ready for it, but not as much as I'm excited about the gameplay that we saw for Gotham Knight. Yeah. Um, I like the Wonder the first Wonder Woman panel that we saw. Oh yeah, I started the whole show. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was really that was a great way to start the show. Exactly. And that's how they should have end you know, kept it in terms of for Wonder Woman. Right. <laughs> um it was just the the wrong time, like yeah. to have a game like that. It was yeah. kind of because, like, everyone's, like, kind of tired and kind of just, like, right. you're, you're going to watch us play a game. Like, yeah, it was it's a like, long, man. Maybe you could have put that with the first Wonder Woman panel and just have mm-hmm. that be a long thing and then whatever. Like, if people want to check it, like, all right, I already saw the trailer or whatever. I'm going to go do this or do that and then come back when this is over. But, so, yeah, that was, that was rough. But continue. I'm sorry. No, you good. And then what else did I like? I like the – Mm, I'm trying to think what else did I like? I liked the the boss. What was that? Was that it? With oh, uh, uh, Estelle. Uh, black females. Oh yeah, was it the blurred and bougie? B A W S. Yeah, blurred and bougie. Blurred, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I, I like that one a I lot. Like I, I liked how you got. That was good. There was diversity amongst the cast, even and you know how all of the women, especially um, you know the African American females, that's on those shows and I was on that panel were really speaking up about what the issues are that's bothering them and you know and also talking about what's going on with them like they were really really relatable and I appreciated that as a fan you know mm-hmm. you can see the stuck upness you know you could I think COVID has kind of humbled everyone to a sense where it's like well look we all we all eat sleep shit you know <laughs> we all do this shit so we might as well be on the same playing field and, and humble ourselves. So I could say that, I mean, you never really see Candace Patton acting like she's better than anybody or definitely Nafisa Williams. Big shout out to them. And um, so that's, that's what I like. Now, what I found interesting was the Batman voices from all around the world and how uh, you got a chance to see the Batman from India. Uh, um, what did they do? Bot, hot, uh, Bot, Pretty India, much everywhere, India, Germany, Germany, mm-hmm. Spain, Mexico, Mexico. Spain. Yeah. and you got to see meet the different actors and talking about how they are able to bring their own personalities into the character because they were talking about how in English it has like a certain certain rhythmic um, cadence, whereas they're trying to master the cadence but also make it a cadence that's similar to their country. Right. You know, and I, I liked how they all had a you know they was like yo I feel honored that you guys are doing this now and also to be part of the Batman legacy because honestly to be honest with you it never dawned on me that when they show different movies you know that's here and they go to different countries like that they're going to put it I think I'm thinking like you know they might just switch the language but it still sounds like the same voice actor you know the same actor not that they they're dubbing it but then I should have thought about it because they do that in anime right you know what I mean so I I Duh. So I, I should have had that. Another thing that they I have, had, saying, go ahead. They, they have, and you're right, because that's it's something you don't think about because they have voices that will dub those, but sometimes they will use that original audio and put the subtitles under them. But Batman is something, someone so iconic, some, a character so iconic that they have a voice. They want to give that that character 
the voice of their people, the voice of their country that can show them, make Batman a part of them. So because Batman's a part of everybody, right? We were talking about how it brought people, it's brought people together. So it's great to see that. I, I love that they included that panel of the different voices because I think the voices is one thing that we were drawn to to a lot of these shows. Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, uh, the list goes on. So it's good to see that people around the world have their Mark Hamill, their Kevin Conroy, that voices the same characters that we love. Yeah. So um, a great panel by DC to add that. Great, amazing yeah. panel. I won't lie, this is just because I didn't read. I just thought it, I thought it was going to be like Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, kind of all the other people that like voiced the Batman. Like Batman, I was like kind of like, what? what? What's happening? Yeah, where are they? <laughs> where are they? Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought, <laughs> I, I just didn't read the description, so I was like, well, Kevin Conroy showing them, which is interesting. <laughs> you would think, I mean, technically he was involved, but like you would think there'd be a, a panel, you know what I mean? Like, But he gets wanna, put into so many damn panels and so many questions. He deserves to be in DC fandom. Agreed. Instead of just voicing a, a cartoon. Oh, okay. he did like a face. So that's part of my interesting phase. Uh, uh, part. So I did find that part where they were joshing the Adam West Batman '66. Oh yeah. I, I found that I found that to be very interesting. How they was yeah. like, "Well, Bruce, you got painted on eyebrows." My aunt does that. Like, I was like, "Oh shit!" This is oh, did they say don't turn your back to them or something? Yeah, like it was so strange. Like, like I want to be watched that, but it was really funny. And you got all the different Batman just sitting there. Well, you know, it would be weird if something happened to him, right? Click, and then they they cut off the Batman. <laughs> From the future, which was uh, Terry McGinnis, like it was really interesting. Yeah. I thought I I caught some of the Instagram party. The oh, did I? Oh, you did. I caught some of it, and he posted it, it was on just Instagram. Just Instagram, yeah. And scratching anyone? He was he was playing music, but then he also interviewed Nafisa. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, bro. <laughs> Love listening, Nafisa. If you ever listen to Word to the Blurred. We love you, girl. <laughs> we do. Right, we, we love you. You know what? What I found very interesting going forward, like we're gonna hear and see a lot of it. I don't know if you've noticed, like, because sometimes like you hear it, but it's just like whatever. The amount of times they said multiverse, 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 and especially yeah. with the Flash, they're trying uh, really to opening it in up. Yeah, especially with the Flash, sort of opening up the multiverse, especially in the TV, and especially going forward in the movie. Mm -hmm. And then you had that whole multiverse panel of Greg Berlanti, Walter Hamada runs DC Films and it with Jim Lee. Damn, but that going was a forward too. Multiverse is gonna be the thing, like different Supermans, different Batmans, but yet it's all acknowledged and it's all the same and it's all in one it's all can you canon, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I think right. is pretty cool because that's something that Marvel can't do. Marvel Studios can't go and be like, Well, we could acknowledge our x-men X-Men movies or acknowledge the old blade ones because that's old in different studios like granted disney now owns fox which owns marvel and stuff like that but it's not you know, that's same. yeah the fact that warner brothers has these right. everything under one house and never sold their comic book characters so then when they did all the movies and special things you know they're able to go back and acknowledge mm -hmm. it you know what i mean which is which is really special okay but yeah so multiverse is the big thing it definitely is Another thing that I found interesting was the milestone panel. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where they were right. doing a static shock movie. But what I what I really enjoyed about that panel is one, it got my man Mark Bernard in. Um but they're trying to do um all this multi what do you call it? Sheesh. Multimedia? Multimedia things with, with Milestone. So you're getting ready to have the podcast form where, where they're going to try to do like what they're doing with Marvel, with uh, Marvels and the Wolverines, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they're trying to do books, uh, YA books, young adult books, because I, I, you know, I did a little more research, but young adult books are, books are selling. Oh, yeah. That's why you have oh, my goodness. YA movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Selling, 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 selling. So it's like you're about to put kids onto a new generation of kids onto milestone so static you mm -hmm. know and static is like the ambassador of milestone if yep. you really think about it he's been in uh almost every form of except for what tv and uh, yeah it's been, i don't think it's been a live one yet movie, no not yet but he they came out with the comic book back in the 90s they gave him a show he had a video game mm -hmm. <laughs> not many people remember the video game 
you know, and he had a, a chapter book series also. So you already had the ambassador out. Now you can do what um, Pop's favorite people from Milestone, Blood Syndicate. And hell, I forgot about Blood Syndicate until I was rereading um, Icon. And Icon is, out of everybody out of the Milestone universe, Icon is my favorite. And we got a chance, people got a chance to uh, see Icon in Young Justice. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was like, oh, who's Icon? And not a lot of people know that Icon is stronger than Superman. Right. Um, when Dwayne McDuffie was writing Justice League and he did a crossover with the Milestone universe, oh, Superman got knocked <laughs> out by Icon. And Icon said he was pulling his punches. <laughs> How about that? That's going to be uh, great to see. What I liked also, there were certain parts of the Flash panel that I liked. And I'm talking about the TV show. Okay. I liked how um, you ca- they kind of give you a foreshadowing of what's going to happen for next season, you know, with the Godspeed. Like, that was one thing that I was excited about is knowing that, okay, we're going back to a speech to villain. For a little mm-hmm. while, I feel like the stories that don't feature speedsters are a little dry. Yeah, he doesn't have the greatest villains, Flash. They're just not as iconic as Batman, Batman villains or as... Oh, yeah. I mean, but like, but you know what's funny is that they both have the same amount of rogues. I know. That's the one. And that's, that they're and that's just, um, so for, I'm trying to think. The only ones that are like popular, popular Flash rogues is Captain Cold, maybe Boomerang because of the movies. Definitely Boomerang. Um, and Reverse Flash. Those are the only three. You, nobody really talks about Savitar. Or the, right. And the thinker wasn't even Barry Allen's rogue. It was Jay Garrick's. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was there this past season? I Crisis was kind of a letdown to me, but you know, with, that's something else. But with the um, multiverse panel, I liked how they said that Ezra Miller's flask get like this canon that he got his name from that yeah, crisis. That was cool. yeah, that, that was cool. Really good because then that kind of puts everything together now, and I enjoyed that aspect. And they're trying to set up uh, Grant Gunson to be in that Flash movie. They're trying to see if they, if they can work that happen. out. Yeah. I think, I think Grant Gustin will appear in it. Maybe like, like it won't be like, he won't have a role, but it'll be like a cameo. You know what I mean? Right. Similar to oh, Ezra Miller thing, but I think that's definitely going to happen. Do that. Let my, let my man shine on the big screen real quick. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely happen. Now, what I didn't like, there wasn't much that I didn't like. There really wasn't much that I didn't like. I hated that, that second Wonder Woman 84 panel. That shit was trash. I feel like they they, they um, kind of shot their load off first with starting it off and giving us all the good stuff in the beginning with Wonder Woman 84 that by the time it was time for their, really time for their panel, it was like, fuck, what are we going to do? We already talked about the movie. Oh, we played this on set, right? And you could see who who had, whose energy was up right. and whose wasn't. Like Gal Gadot. Gadot? Gadot. Gadot, yeah. Gal Gadot. Her presence, even when she's not acting, and, and you can tell that she genuinely wanted to be there and was excited about this. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I could have done without the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're all agreeing on that one. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one was... We, we, beat that, we beat that panel. That yeah. <laughs> In case you didn't know, what do you mean that you will game with trash? The trash, man. Get to that here. <laughs> We've buried it. <laughs> both <laughs> let me down a lot. Yeah, both flash okay. panels. Are... The movie was like you said was like intermission. It was like flashback. Yeah, but again, they don't have anything. They haven't filmed anything. They don't. Yet. But also, I would have. I would have wanted. I would have wanted more from Ezra Miller in terms of what he. Because remember, he wrote a, a script with Grant Morrison. Yeah, he's, he's not going to talk about it. Mm. You know what I mean? No, because he can't legally really talk about that because that's a competing script against the rat who wrote this movie. Right, true, true. And true. there was like a whole drama about that. That's right. That's why the, the, the other two directors before we got this one left because left. Grant Gustin thought, mm-hmm. I mean, not Grant Gustin, Ezra sorry, Miller. Ezra Miller yeah. thought he could do it better than the other two guys. So, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that he still, they still have Ezra Miller. I'm, I'm, oh, you know, after all the fallout. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Yo, okay. What? You get rid of Hartley Sawyer, right? <laughs> Who didn't play? And mind you, not saying I'm not condoning what he did or whatever, mm-hmm. but if you had to compare apples to oranges, bro, 
Like you're well, hair hey, hey, I say because one it's almost like two different shooters because one's the CW and one's like Warner Brothers films. And like you like it's it's kinda in the hand of the producer because they said it was the producer Eric Wallace who got rid of Hartley Sawyer. You know, so I, I, I this whole Ezra Miller, that's weird, but I don't really want to get into it, but it's such a weird video. Like when you yeah. watch it, like, yes, never put your hands on anybody. But when right. you watch it, it's like he grabbed her and he like lays her down. I'm like, I'm so confused. Yeah. It, it's it, like, it, I've seen fights and I've never seen anyone get, get put so, on the ground gently. But again, don't put your hands on anyone. Like, again, it's such a weird video, but I would like to see what happens. 10 seconds after and 10 seconds before <laughs> we just saw a moment i'm just like wait what because I, I didn't think it was real it's like is this this seems this so this staged and shit but again this is fan. i don't want to talk about that right. and get all <laughs> okay so but with the flash tv show so i feel like it was a letdown i feel like everybody's energy has constantly been going down since season three okay um i feel like carlos valdez doesn't want to be there anymore I uh, you know I I think I've said this before. Cisco has gone from being one of the bright, brightest, hopeful, optimistic people to the show to being a deadbeat motherfucking downer, dog. I can't yeah. really stand seeing him in the show. He's like, oh, that's Turtle too, and I thought I had time to track her down, but I'm tired. And everybody's different and got something going on. And um, nigga, you gave away your motherfucking vibe power. Yeah, he what is mad. You know that made you special. You know, outside of your technological prowess, you gave away. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, right, the actor himself, he was supposed to leave. You guys remember where it was like, right. I remember was reading supposed to leave. Like a couple of seasons ago. He never left. Mm-hmm. Never. But yet you sitting there, stank face on, on the panel. Yeah, he ended up going away for like a few episodes. So I, I like I wonder if they did like work something out with him where he can go if he was working on music or something else, you know, write him off for a few episodes. Uh, kind of like what they did with uh, Daniel Pennebecker because she was at the end of the season that we ended that she was about to have a kid, I think. So they they can write him off a little while, but then they come back. So but Cisco, it seemed like he just was genuinely done. You could see it like he was dumb, but some for some reason either they didn't want him to go or he didn't want to go. Yeah, I don't know, but again, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Flash panel, but I mean, it was crazy. I wish I'll tell you this much I would have wanted a Black Lightning panel. Um, I think there is gonna be one, yeah. I think that's gonna be on the, yeah, the part two, part two, yeah, because that's all the TV stuff. So, uh, like, by the way, have you guys looked at the schedule? No, part I haven't looked at it. For part so, two yet. part two is it's really just all the CW TV shows. Um, Titans is getting an extended panel. Thank there's gonna God. be one for Doom Patrol. There's gonna be one for Star Girl. I think Harley Quinn's getting a panel, the TV show. Oh, um, what else? Uh, uh, Black Lightning, and they're also doing uh, some other interesting panels, which is kind of cool. So I think it's gonna be more so about um, comic book artists and stuff like that. Oh, yes. But there's also still gonna be some movie stuff, like they're doing a Q and A with the cast of the Suicide Squad. A Q and A with the cast of Wonder Woman 1984, and not Q- again, goddamn it! No, they never had a Q <laughs> and A. And a, and a, and a no, it's not Werewolf Games, and and a Q and A with the cast of the Flash movie. So that should oh, be interesting. That should be good. So then maybe by then, like they can officially confirm. Well, they've already confirmed Ben Affleck. Maybe I don't know if he'll be on the panel. But maybe Michael Keaton. Who knows? But dude, uh, yeah. they're also the Superman and Lois panel, oh. and so, and some other interesting stuff. So there's a couple panels. I kind of chose my schedule. There's one where it's just like shooting in Leavesden. So Leavesden is like the studio in um, England where they mm-hmm. they shot Justice League. Uh, they're shooting the Batman there. They're going to shoot the Flash there. But it's the panel just talking about like what goes into filming at a studio there. And then there's also some other panels about making props for movies and, and designing costumes, designing superhero suits. So it's mm-hmm. it's very interactive, which I think is pretty cool. And there's a, lot, a bunch of other ones. There's one about, I think, um, music and scores and um, what else? There's one about still photography, about shooting superheroes like on TV shows and movies. It's a lot, of, a lot of real interesting ones that um, it's it's worth checking out. You guys should check it out. I'm not- That's good because you know this one we just got was pretty much their big blockbusters and their big 
the big ones that are coming up. So it's good to get the TV screen stuff coming out. And then, you know, yeah. the the hidden gems, like the real deep enthused uh, fans like us that will like those, um, the arts and the, and the writers and the exactly, pictures, yeah. you know, so it's good to get that side of it. Cause you, if you go to Comic-Con, you would see that you will go, you would have panels where you can just see art, you know, and just get immersed inside of that. So yeah, I, that's exciting to hear. We're going to get that. And I think just based off of what I was reading, I think this one, was shoot a schedule more because some things are in like watch verse or you verse or any of the other verses. So I think this one is where it's more suited to a schedule, I'd say. We just need to make sure that everything is not at one o'clock. So I'm going to need yeah, a schedule. Shit starts. Like everything says one PM. One PM updated the week of, but yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So they're gonna have a Joker War panel and a Three Jokers panel. So oh man, so it's Batwoman's panel. Oh yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's Virgil. Did you pick up Three Jokers? Hey, does it come out? Is it come out tomorrow? Or is it already out? Today. I came out today. Yes, yo. I don't. It's on the app. Bro, you know I got it. All right, so I already know what I'm gonna be reading. All right, got you, got you. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff, bro. <laughs> Just, oh, so guys, just a just a quick comic rundown. Oh, oh, but before you do, you you saw um, Man of Tomorrow, Superman. Oh yes. Give us a so, little a spoiler oh. review of that. Yes, so Verge, you know, in honoring our time old tradition of buying our DC Universe uh, animated series, right? <laughs> on the first day, I pre-ordered it. So, I liked it. I liked the story. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of the art was not a okay. big fan of the artwork. I feel like if you guys are a fan, excuse me, if you're a fan of Archer, the artwork of Archer, then I mm. think you'd like it because that's what it kind of reminds me of. Okay. But all in all, I didn't think about that. It does kind of look like Archer. It does. Like, like that's, what, that's what turned me off about it the first but just, time. I think just with better animation, like, but it does it does kind of give me Archer vibes. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. Still, like I said, if you can get past the the cartooning and the the artwork, then yeah, mm-hmm. great story, perfect story in my opinion. It's now, really- is this is this the official start of the new DC animated after oh. Apocalypse? Now, it seems like what they're doing is just making individual stories. Thank like it doesn't okay. seem like it's gonna yeah. be like one streamlined thing. So the next one is like Batman. Enter the Dragon, Batman Three oh, Dragon, Batman Soul of the Dragon, Soul of the Dragon, and then like later they're gonna be doing like Batman the Long Halloween, oh, which I parts really one and two. They're doing okay. the JSA animated movie, yeah, JSA World War mm-hmm. Two, and uh, one more I can't remember what what it was. Star Girl got me into the JSA a lot more, man. Like I really didn't know much about the JSA until that really? that episode of Justice League. Yeah, the Justice League episode that came out in the cartoon, and then the uh, I think was it. Which one is it? Arrow or Flash? Legends of Tomorrow had a JSA episode too. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Legends, yeah. yeah. So I really didn't know much about them, but watching that, uh, that Justice League. Yeah. Told you that when I failed you. No, no, bro, no, bro. Yeah, don't tell Oliver <laughs> Queen he don't have a pointed conversation with me. <laughs> um. So in terms of comic books, so guys, happy new comic book day for. Our listeners uh, who read comic books, comic book day is broken into two days now. So DC comic books releases their stuff on Tuesdays, which I'm a big fan of. That means I don't have to wait an extra day. And um, Marvel and Boom and everybody else releases their stuff usually on Wednesdays now. So for my pickup list for this week, I got Detective Comics. I got Action Comics. I got The Flash. I got Red Hood and the Outlaws. I got Batman Beyond, which features... Dick Grayson's daughter and a grown-up Damien. Yes, Damien's all grown up. I have Batman and Superman written by Joshua Williams. I have Three Jokers, which was a good read. I'm not gonna lie, like I had to read it twice. I had to read it twice. Because there's certain things that the, the Joker says to when you read it, we gotta have a conversation about it. Like, who, who wrote Three Jokers? Who's the writer? Jeff Johns. Oh, and okay. art by Jason Fabok. Definitely reading that tonight. Yeah, you you, you need to, bro. Like, <laughs> when you get to, I'm going to say this part. When you get to the aquarium, towards the end, text me. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, 
Legions of Superheroes. What else did I get? Did I mention Red Hood? Yeah, Red Hood. I lost. And The Flash. So those those are my those are my picks for this. That's week. a good week. That's a good week. Oh, it's a very Batman heavy week <laughs> for real. I'm glad you told me that. I didn't know DC was coming out on Tuesdays now. Yeah, so DC's been doing Tuesdays for the past maybe month and a half, two months. Wow. Okay. That's that's good. I still I still go to my get my box at Third Eye on Wednesdays. So listen, bro. Third Eye is like Disneyland for comic. That's <laughs> comic land, bro. Like every you know, Khalid, you gotta come me down there one day and just see this place. It's what magical. Place? Third Eye Comics. It's magical, bro. Where is it at? It's in Maryland. Okay. So, quick question about fandom. Kind of like yeah. my final question. I was watching this review. But they were kind of talking about how they feel like Batman has worn out his welcome. Like, everything was kind of very much Batman. Like, we get it. Batman is the bread and butter of mm-hmm. DC and Warner that. Brothers. I think I watched that scene. But um, they were also kind of saying, like, you know, why can't other superheroes get a little more shine? What What, what are you guys thinking about that? Man, Batman, like you said, Batman is the, the main uh character hero for dc so they're always going to have a batman uh product in the works or something it's, it's that's why you can have batman pretty much on tv or anything because batman's pretty much locked um but it, i think right now we're in a dc's doing pretty well at getting other characters to shine like it, maybe not in the theaters is what maybe they're they're hinting at because everybody wants to compare everything to marvel but if you look at the tv products you have a lot of characters that you probably have never heard of um but there's on HBO Max, like the JSA and Stargirl all over there, Doom Patrol on HBO Max. And then the, C- the Arrowverse shows are always bringing in different characters on Legends. So you're having a, a, a revolving around a different characters. Um, there's characters that they still can't use because of contracts and Warner Bros in the movies. But Batman is not going away. There's always going to be a Batman movie show or something in the works. Um like this goth they're having a I think we don't think we talked about the Gotham show they're gonna have that's gonna be like a spin-off with the Batman movie. I yeah. th- I forgot what now it's gonna be on. But it's the Batman universe is so that's popular. Yes, yeah, it's your max, right. And um, you know, so Batman's not going away. And um it shouldn't because there's too much story to tell. The villains are just iconic as Batman. I mean, it's it's why he's probably the best hero universe of all time. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad somebody said it and it wasn't me. <laughs> I don't mind uh, having multiple Batmans and like Batman this, Batman that. But I do want to see also more of an emphasis on putting uh, lesser known characters up there in the forefront. Definitely. So, um, like, uh, I never heard of, and that's why I like watching the, C- the Arrowverse show sometimes because I, I like interesting do new characters i had never heard of elongated i know like and that's the one good thing you, you do get when you watch like flash because every when you get those episodes where every episode is a different villain i'd be like who is this guy then i look him up I'm like oh this is a real villain you know and then because in the, the heroes you know when legends does a great job with that like i didn't i didn't i was introduced to vixen you know i didn't know there was a um um no i knew there was hawk man and hawk uh and hawk girl but uh legends white canary i, I didn't know so many different heroes well, so white canary um was wasn't really a character so that they made that up for let for the shows yeah oh wow see or if there was something asian i got i gotta look back because i think um it was a pre-new 52 story i have to look it up but if i remember correctly white canary was in like maybe one story arc and she was asian (coughs) oh but just kind of continuing i know we're kind of like jumping around but um Excuse me, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, uh, Fandom Dane 2 is also going to, I think, go back to Smallville. So certain episodes they're going to talk about. I saw I saw a panel somewhere talking about Absolute Justice. Oh, shit. Scripts to screen and talking about it. So mm-hmm. I, I have to, you guys should definitely check out the schedule for Dane 2. I think you yeah, guys will find some things I may have to that you definitely want to watch. I have two baby showers to go to that day. Two baby showers? Yeah, no. It's your I'll be back in time for the encore. Let's not get crazy now. And <laughs> one of those fails, I'll charge my portable battery and I'll watch it in the baby shower. 
You don't put don't don't on me. Yeah, September twelfth. Yep. Yeah. Any what? Any any final remark? Oh, just to talk about just to cover your joint. Um, I halfway agree with what people are saying. I do believe that other characters do need the time to shine. I would love to have something other than a Batman movie because there are other stories that's out. You know, like the Flash has amazing stories. Yeah. Hell, if you want to do another bad character, Nightwing. Nightwing has tons of amazing stories going back as far as Chuck Dixon in the 90s. I'm with it, but I also want to leave Gotham. You know? So, unfortunately, we live in Gotham. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's... I think they were on something. They can, I know we had that terrible Green Lantern movie years ago, but, I mean, yeah. that's another universe they could explore more. Um, I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are, are steps in the right direction. Point. Aquaman. Oh yeah, and that they're also they're also doing a Q and A with the cast of Aquaman. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Well, we might get sequel details, and it might be all the cast instead of just two people talking to each other. If Amber Heard will still be there. <laughs> yeah. <we'll see. laughs> but yeah, going back to Green Lantern, that's another direction they can go. And like DC has yeah. a great whole like thing of just cosmic characters. I'm mm-hmm. bringing up different planets and stuff like that. It'd be great to see that. I would love to learn more about what's going on with the New Gods movie if we're getting that. Yep. Uh, Green Lantern can open the door for so many new possibilities, you know what I mean? So. And I was reading something today, like Booster Gold. Like, he's a, a hero I think could get some good play. I mean, mm. um, I, could, I, I would like to see something with him, too. I, f- I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, uh, DC films have really haven't left Earth. Nope. They haven't. True. That's true. I think they're a little afraid after what they did with Green Lantern. They just yeah. but they could do better. Like, there's there's no excuse why they can't do Green Lantern. That's easy. That's literally oh, yeah. Like, and there'll be directors jumping out the woodworks to do something with, with DC and a Green Lantern. I'm saying just the scope of that, the things you can create. Like, mm-hmm. granted, it'll be expensive, but it'll be so fucking beautiful. Like, yeah, that's that's my final two cents on it. <laughs> yeah, man, DC's in the right direction, man. I think they really set the stage, like we said earlier, for other companies to figure out what they're going to do and how they're going to put information out going forward. Because, you know, we still don't know when they can have cons, you know, so exactly. it's going to be a virtual thing from here on out. So DC did a good job, and they're not done yet. So you know they got a part two coming up on September twelfth. So yeah. still good stuff to come. Yeah, and of course we'll be covering part two for you guys, and we'll be having a nice little word to the blurred meetup and discussion. Definitely. Oh man, Verge, thank you for coming back, man. Well, thank you, Verge. Bros, man, anytime, anytime, man. Look out because we're gonna have a crossover between three podcasts, but we're gonna leave it at that. We're going to try to iron things out. But y'all, listen, this is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal. Virgil Boyce Audition Part Two. Peace. <laughs> and stop recording.